0: Welcome back to Moss and Coral. This week, we're looking at creative fulfillment and how we can all sprinkle a little bit more of that creative magic into our lives. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the conversation. Whenever I hear the phrase creative industries, I'm always surprised. I ask myself, are there any uncreative industries? If so, How do they survive? Why aren't they in a museum next to the dodo? (laughs) That is a quote from an article that I found by Tam Kai Meng in The Guardian, 2016 that was written. So quite a while ago now, fair few yonks ago, but I think it's so relevant and it's something I've really been thinking about lately about my own creativity and my own creative process. It's a really odd thing that so many people I know think they aren't creative or they feel really unfulfilled and I ask them what they're doing outside of like their work life and just doing in their life and what direction they're headed in in general and they've got no answers yeah <laughs> and I think we've all been there right have you you've been have you been in the situation where you feel like what am i doing i'm just like a floater in the ether at the moment oh my god yeah <laughs> like we get it all the time like as humans and i think like for me i was feeling like why when did i feel most cr- creatively fulfilled and therefore fulfilled like when was the most fulfilled time of my life and for me it was at drama school like i was in a safe space i didn't have to worry about the next job money was coming in from student grants and student loans mm-hmm. i was working a happy job but I was also just actually pushing myself and getting disciplined in a craft and being creative and not worrying about the outcome of things. And so, yeah, I just kind of wanted to talk about that this week, really, because I've been really trying to work on my craft even more to make me feel better about myself. And I just thought that might be an interesting topic of conversation this week.
1: you know what? I think it's such it's such a meaty one isn't it it's so juicy right it's actually something that i have been thinking about myself too so Mm, mm. dear listeners if you join us for the first time just a little bit of context pippa and i are both um performers we're both creative people we we will both use that that label to identify who we are as people we're creative people and I think that when you I can so relate to you when with (laughs) I was actually having this conversation just the other day about what it was like to be um in that period of time where you are studying you are in an environment where you live essentially your whole life in a studio Mm. You have student loans, so you don't Mm. have to worry about sacrificing your quote unquote creative time
0: to be able
1: to, you know, you don't think about it. You don't. Yeah, you're just like, like, great. You're like, great. That's my, I mean, I'll be completely honest with you. I actually also did have an additional job. um, Yeah. Because it was just really expensive for me, and and I didn't get a massive um, loan. Um and so I did have another job, but I certainly didn't work like I do now and I don't feel like I had to sacrifice. Like I could I was in a position where I was like if I want to do 10 hours in the studio, I'm gonna do mm. 10 hours in the studio, like yeah. work and just not have me that day or whatever. Whereas now yeah. I can't do that. Mm. And I think it's 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 funny, isn't it? When you grow, when you you sort of get I'm gonna use the R word responsibilities the first thing to go is something I think that actually brings humans
0: life, and this is exactly what I wanted to get to because it's the first thing that's gone because now I'm an adult and I've got to pay my bills and pay my rent the first thing that goes is me doing my art even though that has been my predominant form of income since graduating from drama school right like it's it's bizarre that we're in this mindset where it has to be an either or situation. And why isn't our creative passion or endeavor? Or, you know, it doesn't even have to be like acting, like mine's my career path. But like, if you like writing short stories and you're never gonna publish them, but that's like what makes you happy, or you like painting, or you like just reading a book. Like, why is that the first thing? We, regardless of our, our, our gender or what you know, position we are on the class spectrum, why is that often the first thing to go? Whatever it is that brings us joy and passion and creativity, it it's crazy. And just by sprinkling that back into my day, more so, I, I'm a better person all round. You know. So why why did I stop having that responsibility to myself and therefore my creative, well, my creativity? Why would I do that to myself? <laughs> why would anyone? But we do, we're conditioned to knock it out of us.
1: We are, we, we 100% are conditioned. I mean, we don't have to delve too deeply into what society really and truly thinks of the arts. I mean, look at the whole campaign during the um, the first part of the, you know the, <laughs> the thing that happened 2 years ago like during the first part of that there was this whole poster campaign of how the the ballerina yeah. can retrained because actually yeah. she just dances for a living like whatever but let's really truly go back to like caveman times mm-hmm. The, the use of art, the use of, of dance and song and drawing, that was a form of communication. Mm-hmm. It was integral to who they were as people. And actually, their survival
0: depended d- on it and documenting progress like it was a documentation format it wasn't just for fun like exactly it wasn't just like <laughs> oh
1: what do you want to do tonight barry oh i don't know shall we have a little dance shall we have a little song like no let's i am of this tribe and i've come across another tribe we can't talk to each other but what we can do is we can you know
0: what's it called? move
1: move <laughs> like i was going to say is it just
0: communicate that know? way
1: like gesticulate yeah, you know, well, we <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that the word? Like we can yeah. use our hands to 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 tell them who we are, and and then they won't kill us. um One hundred percent. Actually, we're long lost cousins.
0: One hundred percent.
1: It's so ingrained in us, and it is
0: yeah.
1: terrifying. We've both done it. I'm sure there are some of you out there too, dear listeners, that have enabled. Some kind of pressure, be it societal, be it family pressure, uh, be it pressure that you've put upon yourself, we've enabled our creativity to be considered so lowly that we will sacrifice that and we will get rid of that before we get rid of anything else.
0: Mm-hmm. And it's also partly our conditioning from you know, the likes of that campaign, just retrain then, sorry, your current position doesn't actually add any value to us as a human race. It's absolute like, it's absolute bullshit, which is why there was such an uproar when it came out, because it is this idea that it's not valued. And going back to the article that I started with, there's a a, a wonderful, well, I'm going to probably end up reading the whole article, but don't worry, it's short. <laughs> there's a bit where um, the writer does say that, innovate or die is not just a slogan it's a vital truth creativity is the most powerful competitive advantage a business can have companies need to fizz with new ideas and fresh thinking but there's a problem we just aren't that there just aren't enough fizzy people around and that is because it is conditioned to to, in us out of school like school exists because as a means to control people and educate obviously educate and inform and learn but also Organize our society. Who are clever? Who are silly? Who are wear their uniform properly? Who are, who are troublesome? Who's not? Who's got fresh ideas? Okay, put them in the music department. Okay, who? You know, it, it's really, really interesting. And if we go deeper and deeper, we see how from a young age society dictates this narrative that if you pursue creativity, you are just like one of the few. But actually, we've all got creativity in us. Whether it's being able to visualize your route home physically from work and remember the tube line or whether it is just loving to read fiction books or being really into cosplay or really into Shakespeare, like we've all got creativity within us. Mm -hmm. And so I suppose part of why I wanted to talk about this is just to help encourage you if you're listening to this and you do feel a bit unfulfilled because I, 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 full disclosure, I had recently, um, I've recently moved to a new country for a little while and I feel a bit out of the loop. I kept saying that was like the phrase I would use. I'm out of the loop a little bit with with my industry. Um, But that's just a story in my head. And the best way I can feel back in the loop is by doing what I love. And I don't need to be employed to do that. I don't need to do auditions to do that. I don't need to do anything with anyone else to do that. All I need to do is pick up my Shakespeare book and start reading out loud, or do a warm up or just have a little sing with a tutorial on YouTube. And I feel 10 stars. So what is it like? if you're listening to this and nikita i urge you to think about this question too like what is it that you feel like maybe you used to love or you lack recently that maybe could just make you feel like more of who you are is there anything that springs to mind i don't know
1: oh i mean i can literally think of so much like writing and dancing yeah and do you know what also just drawing i'm not saying that i'm an incredible drawer but just the notion of using my yeah. hands with you know a, a pencil or i also love to paint um
0: mm. I, I, I was, oh you did that thing at work
1: didn't I you? Did. Do you remember yeah. we talked about so that we uh in the um so i work for a hospital charity and we use art in patient healing, like art is mm. at the premise of
0: patient healing, um, which is incredible, right? right? Isn't oh, it? so the Tory government think that the arts aren't valuable, but yet it's something that we use to help our humans heal when they're been messed up by something physical or mental how bizarre (laughs) yeah so we actually like have an incredible
1: arts therapy program and we as um employees just uh, we sort of were involved in one of these sessions um as part of our health and well-being sort of um being looked after health and well-being wise during the past couple of years Um, Mm -hmm. and we had a painting session and it was just and it's so So funny because the the artist came in and she said that this is what we're going to do today and automatically you get people going oh but I can't paint I can't draw I'm not creative or I can't do that
0: yeah and I
1: tell you what at the end of the session each and every single person that was in that room had created a painting and each and every person in that session said how much they enjoyed it and how much they Mm. got from it just that just that play and that's what it is it's playing 100% it's like whatever it is whatever art form you are undertaking you are playing you're in this realm of another realm like you you're not limited by who you are what your economic background is what your class status is what your what your gender is what color your skin is like mm. who you are whoever you want to be in this creative field you know are you on stage then you are whoever you want to be on stage are you um are you drawing are you writing you know you are the voice of a character that you have created you are creating this image that is something in your mind that you are putting down on paper like whatever it is it's playing and I think that that gets drummed out of us when we get into adulthood yeah. because yeah. play is something that is associated with children mm. and I think that's like lost you know
0: yeah well and it's and it's using your imagination too mm. we you we, we do all do it as adults you know we go on cinema dates with our girlfriends or we go to um a bookshop or an art show, you know, when you have those Sunday afternoons wandering around a little village and going to art galleries and things, if you're very bougie, um, you know, we have those kind of little moments of creativity, but we don't ever, they're just kind of like surface level, I think. You know, cinema was firstly created as a propaganda um, tool for political parties, but at the same time, it's also now, especially, a massive form of, form of escapism for us. However, it's also can be a hindrance in helping us really connect with things that we want to connect with. For example, I'll cry at a movie, but I won't cry when I actually really want to let that emotion out on an average Tuesday, for example, you know, so going and actually then exploring our own imaginations in our own time in a safe space around maybe people who are like minded, like going to a pottery class or a, you know, natural natural drawing class. What do you what do you call it when someone stands naked in the middle of the room? Life drawing. Thank you. I'm thinking of naturists and naturalists. Um you know that that's gonna make you fill your cup up more and do a lot more deep work creatively than just going to watch, you know, Fast and Furious 28, which is kind of lighthearted, but also like a bit of escapism. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, I think yeah I I, I just really implore you to implore I'm using one of your words now implore you (laughs) to to relish diving into your own imagination not just the books you're reading or the films you're watching what can you create what is going to come out of you um and explore that because I think it is just it is so interesting and and picking another quote from this article it says that um we're not talking about high art necessarily. So not necessarily like everyone creating art that is you know, prestigious, but empowering people to use their imagination. Not everyone can be Mozart, but everyone can sing. Yeah. And I love that. And I really do, I think that's something really important to remember. It doesn't have to be high art or an operatic piece of music that you create. It could just be a little rap that you've made for your three-year-old that they absolutely love. Exactly. but do it <laughs> and it, execute the it thing.
1: With, with art and actually really and truly art isn't for anybody other than the artist mm. the art that you create isn't for an audience it's for yourself it is a relief for yourself and Love I guess that. going back to this word of unfulfillment you feel unfulfilled because you know that there is something within you. Then no, you know, sorry, that there is a part of you, your imagination, that hasn't been exposed for, for a certain amount of time, if ever at all. And so this isn't like, everybody can sing, yes. Some people are great singers and they can yeah. sell out arenas or you know get a crowd of 30 people to come and see them we can all sing in the shower how great do you feel when you know you're in the shower and you're having a little sing you're just communicating how you feel to your shampoo bottle no one's there to watch you but you still feel great because you're enabling a part of you to come out and i think it's so important to remember that that it's not about what people think of your drawings or your paintings because you're not drawing or painting for that person. You don't read Mm. a book for somebody else, do you? You read it for you and the enjoyment that you get out of that. So always keep that at the forefront of your mind when exploring the creative side of yourself. It's for you. You're benefiting from this. If other people do, then great for them. But that's not your purpose. Your purpose Mm. isn't to... You know to enable others to feel fulfilled but all responsible for our own fulfillment.
0: yeah right Definitely, definitely and it's so it's so important to feel fulfilled so that you can help other people or, or even if it's just showing them the way to live their true selves as well, their true lives as well. Um, and just to kind of like I've got kind of two things I want to wrap up on and it's this quote from Jim Carroll. I'm assuming it's the writer. Um, there's a, it's a lovely quote. I've done lots of quotes, this podcast, but it says, we must, (laughs) we must (laughs) quote, just spouting all these quotes. We must do all we can to value and protect our creative output. Yes. Yes. And that doesn't mean make money from it. That doesn't mean not make money from it. It doesn't mean, you know, put some other pressure on the work that you're doing i love what you said a moment ago about you don't read a book for someone else but surely with books people recommend them to you because they think you will benefit from it usually right um, <laughs> so, certainly certainly in our network anyway um, <laughs> books are just like thrown at everyone all the time So like in a harry potter library where all these books are floating around anyway um I, I, and so using that quote i i want you all to do a bit homework (laughs) I know it sounds really lame my acting coaching's coming in now but how can you actually put in the time to value and protect your creative output go to your diary now while I'm wrapping up this conversation this podcast with you and block out two hours or an hour or 15 minutes to do something creative just for you you can think about it till the cows come home but we won't do it until we do it and we put it in the diary i didn't start warming up again and doing my warm-up until i said right eight thirty every day i get in my gym gear and i treat it like i'm going to the gym and i pretend i'm back at drama school and if i'm not there i'm locked out of the day i've been doing that. it right i've really? got that tough with myself so develop your creative discipline put it into practice and see how that has a massive positive ripple effect on every other aspect of your life.
1: Yes. Thank you for joining us this week dear listeners what an episode remember if you're not doing so already to follow us on instagram at moss coral life join us next week where we will be talking all things motivation until then have a great one